Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This song I know, but I know it from Stranger Things. So, running up that hill? That is correct. And it's because today is Melly Bobby Brown's birthday. Who? Melly Bobby Brown's birthday. Millie or Melly? Mel- oh, oh how, how, how are you to pronounce it? <laughs> Woo. Well, it's Millie. It's the Hulk and Crowder show. Go ahead, get him. <laughs> also it's known, Billy. also known as Eleven. On Shout Things. out to uh, Ryan Sense of Funky Buddha, loves Stranger Things. In fact, he's admitted to me privately, and he doesn't want anybody to know this. But Ryan has admitted to me privately that Stranger Things is his favorite show of all time, the single most unpredictable television show that he's ever watched. That's oh. what he told me. Whoa. Ryan Pence, Funky Buddha. Whoa. What a world. That's strong. Josh Appel. <laughs> Josh Appel in for Hawk and Crowder today and tomorrow. Solana out as well. Solana, another congratulations to him. A lot of kayaking for the rest of his life with his now fiance, Valentina. So congratulations to both of them on their engagement. I'm here holding it down with Dan and Jimmy. Uh, the guys should be back later in the week, but I'll be here tomorrow, maybe with Crowder as well. We've got Adam Beasley joining the show in the next segment at 420. Thanks earlier to Chris Whittingham, Kyle Seeloff, and Steven Strom, all for taking time to join the program today. Before we get to headlines, we've got a great contest for you. It's a chance to meet and get an autograph and photo with Jaime Jaquez Jr. at Hollywood Collectibles on Sunday, March 3rd. For your chance to win, text the word Jaime, J-A-I-M-E, to 20357. That's Jaime, J-A-I-M-E, to 20357. And you just might win. Can't wait to win. Go to HollywoodCollectibles.com to purchase tickets. This is a text contest, a contest. Message and data rates may apply. You know, Jimmy, I saw the 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 arms get thrown up there and i'm not certain i appreciate it to be honest why are we throwing our arms up at that wombo because you're, you're making it a habit of doing <laughs> oh why not that should be part of the read that's your mo okay that's exactly. true that's true i'm sorry i'm sorry josh thank you jimmy i, I appreciate the uh <laughs> the apology there uh also hockey fans now okay before i get into this read Long-time listeners of this program will know that this read has given me fits over the years. And and by over the years, I mean the one time I had to do it 
on the air. It took me about four tries. It's not one of my finest moments in broadcasting. However, we're going to give it a shot here, okay? And I think it's going to go well. You ready? Here we go. Okay. I'm ready. Redemption time. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get the energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Landed it! Woo! Yes. I mean, that read's never been read better. It's beautiful. I don't think it has. Beautiful. Panthers, 9-2 win Woo. on Saturday against the <clears throat> gross <clears throat> and disgusting Tampa <throat> Bay Lightning up in Tampa. Great win for the Cats. 11 consecutive road wins, and they return home tomorrow night to take on the Ottawa Senators, who are being coached on an interim basis by former Panthers coach and GM Jacques Martin. Mm. And we will talk with George Richards tomorrow about the Panthers season, what's coming up at the deadline, and just general Panthers stuff uh, tomorrow with George Richards of Florida Hockey. Now, that's your cat talk. And now... Let's get into headlines with Dan Day. They're brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Josh Chappelle, how are your bets going so far today? Hold on, let me tell you. Let's see if you're well, in the, we did, we, the red we or the black. We did catch the over okay. in the uh, Boston game. Over five and a half, that hit. Uh, Jason Robertson shots on goal prop, that hit. Mm. Uh, I had the over six and a half in Toronto and St. Louis. They finished 4-2, so we lost by the hook there. Uh, old friend Mason Marchment didn't record a point, so that one lost. And now we're keeping an eye on three more things here <laughs> in the uh, late afternoon slate with hockey. All right, you ready? Yeah. Daniel Strong from the Red Wings over two and a half shots on goal. The over six and a half in the Seattle-Detroit game. And then Connor McDavid over one and a half points. Those uh, just getting started in the National, as they call it. Does your wife know about all this gambling? Oh yes. Okay, so. But he. But here's the thing. It's your business. I'm not. I'm not my my units are like twenty bucks. Right. I'm but not. What? I'm not out here throwing five hundred bucks at all these things at once. Just a little have a little action on things during the course of the day because why else? Why would I need to have myself focused on the radio show when I could be having my focus taken away by the wagers that I'm placing? <laughs> I don't know. Does she know the sheer amount of gambling you're doing? Or are you just like, I'm gambling. I ain't playing around a little bit. Uh, volume? She knows. She knows the volume. And she, she, she knows and she accepts it. And I think she she knows that, you know, when we put three TVs downstairs, the big one and two small ones above it, it was specifically for this purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of rolled it all in. Oh, I work in sports. What do you want from me? I got to do this. Exactly. But we don't gamble on the NFL. Especially the games that I do. Well, you Just can't do that. And I, and I don't gamble on the Marlins either because that's not good. Right. And you're not supposed to because of, you know, it gets all clouded and stuff like that as an added bonus. So as an added bonus. We, we keep it to things that I'm not working with and that can just uh, be entertained by. The Daytona 500, speaking of, is about to get underway. And you guys really missed out on my bar mitzvah theme. Seriously. <laughs> you guys really missed out. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, what's not to get excited about? I would love what do to you go. got? I'd love can, to go to. Can you can you name me like four drivers? Jimmy Johnson, I know one years back. Okay, but it's funny you bring him up because he's not. He's not a race, He's not. Yeah, he's not there anymore. 
in Joey a few Logano? years. Denny Hamlin? Joey Logano is good. Yep, Denny Hamlin. But I was going to say, Jimmy Johnson, he's in the Daytona 500 today. Oh. He is. He uh, he only races in uh, a select few over the course of the season, and the 500 is one of them. Does Cole Trickle still race? Uh, no. You missed that one, didn't I, you? Days of Thunder? Yeah, but. Yeah, but so there. The reason that I like paused is because there was yeah a NASCAR driver whose last name was Trickle, and his first name was the nickname for Richard. Mm, that's a good nickname. An unfortunate and a great name. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it personally. Having a funny name can't help it. It's great. Damian Lillard becomes the first person since Michael Jordan to win a Saturday Skills Challenge, which was a three-point shootout, and All-Star Game MVP. Of course, Michael Jordan won the dunk contest, then the All-Star MVP. Damian had 39 last night as the West downed the East, 211-186. to The Heat are back in action Friday, 8 o'clock in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Kane's men's basketball team, their losers of four in a row, falling to the Boston College, 85-77. Duke comes to town Wednesday at 7. Slap the floor. Yeah. Duke. Yeah. Duke's played a lot of close games this year. They're really good, but they seem to have a knack for playing very close games. So I'd expect this game to be pretty close. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Dolphins defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver plans to keep Ryan Slowick on the staff, but not as a linebacker's coach. Rather, he will work with defensive backs next season. Wednesday, hottest ticket in town, Dry Pink Stadium, 8 o'clock. Inter-Miami take on Real Salt Lake. Chris Whittingham joined us earlier to preview the Inter-Miami season, talk some MLS. You can hear that interview again in the 5 o'clock hour. You want to look a little bit ahead with the Panthers, like pretty far ahead? I love looking ahead with the Panthers. Next season in November, they will face the Dallas Stars in Finland. I when you said look ahead, I did not think you were gonna go next season. I thought you were gonna like rattle me off the games after Tuesday. You You're just... rattling me off games after Tuesday. It just happens to be next season. I mean, you can't just jump on to go to Finland and watch your favorite hockey team. You need to play on these things. It's part of the global series. They're playing in Sasha Barkov's hometown. Yeah, Tampier. Have you ever been to Finland? I have not been to Finland. I'd but love to go. I know. There's like six fins on the Panthers. That might be an exaggeration. But there's a handful of fins on the Panthers. And Barkov, as you mentioned, is hometown of Tampere. That's going to be an insane atmosphere when the Panthers go out there next year. I believe it. On to weather from the Mesmond Dover Law Firm. Your AccidentAttorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7-866-954-M-O-R-E. It is cloudy with a slight chance of rain and temperatures are going to linger in the mid to low 70s until the sun goes down. Adam Beasley, Pro Football Network, will join us, talk some Dolphins, talk some NFL, and I don't know if you've caught on, but I'm going to ask every single guest today their take on songs that are over eight minutes long. So we'll get Beasley's thoughts. So Beasley is a fish fan, PH. I think he also likes the oh, Marlins. Well, then he's got to love long, yeah, so jammy songs. So he's he's definitely going to disagree with me on this take, but I can't wait to because Adam Beasley and I have made an entire friendship out of disagreeing with each other. So he'll join us next. Pro Football Network, Adam Beasley, friend of the program. We send out the Beasley, Beasley single. Jesus. The Beasley signal every single time I'm filling in for Hawk and Crowder, and we sent it out again, and he joins us next. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Britney Spears and her husband have separated. Have you seen those videos lately? Can't stop watching them. Hawk and Crowder.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wow, little uh, throwback Panthers goal song there. Sweetness. How about that? Still gives me chills. Does it? I didn't. I, look, I love Sweetness as a song. I didn't really love it as a goal song. What's the goal song now? It is a. It's that made custom, up like. It's a, it's a song, but it's like a custom remix mm. with a chant. I happen to like it. I think it'll grow on people the more that they play it and the more goals they score. In fact, I would say that it doesn't matter what the goal song is as long as they're scoring goals. Play it a lot. The more you play it, the more you like it. Exactly. And that is not the case, unfortunately, with our next guest. Hmm. So I'm begrudgingly having him on anyways. Uh, We sent out the Beasley signal. Hawk and Crowder not here. So the Beasley signal has been sent. The Bignal from Pro Football Network. Adam Beasley joins us now on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Bees, how's it going today? What a warm welcome. I'm just, uh, I, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a great big bear hug, and I can feel the love just permeating through the telephone. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you survived Vegas. Um, you, you guys were there for a long time with Pro Football Network, but... Uh, how was Vegas? Did you did you leave it in the positive? Uh, did you do a lot of gambling at the casino, or were you too busy with uh, the hullabaloo of Radio Row and whatnot? Yeah, no. So I, I managed to donate some. I kept it pretty much under control. I mean, you you have expected losses every time you go, and I and I found a, a life hack, uh, Josh. I like just you know you know me. I like to kick back, have a good time. You sit at the uh, the nickel uh, video poker machines. You put a twenty in. By the time that 20 is gone, you get three complimentary drinks. You're drinking for free. Wow. Interesting. Yep. So, like, you know, like, well, first of all, the, the tables are $25 minimum all, everywhere on the strip. I mean, just absolutely obscene how expensive it was. It's like being at the Hard Rock on a Friday night, right? Like, every casino, if you found a $20 table, you were living right. So uh, I wasn't going to go and sit down there with $500 at the blackjack table and, and, and watch it vanish, and, you know, 15 minutes. So I, I showed some restraint. 
Um, but uh, all in all, it was a good week. I think really the people watching was number one. Uh, maybe Thursday night, I think it was Thursday night, was at the Cosmo at about 2.30 in the morning, and who was there at the craps table raising all kinds of hell? The one, the only Cam Newton. Just $15,000 in front of him at a $25 craps table. Uh, he, I think he had all, like his friends with him. They were all rowdy. There was, people were four or five deep watching him. Uh, I will say this about Cam. He walked up and didn't tip a dime after spending an hour of loud gambling at the craps table. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I, I think you, you do know how you feel about it. You just don't want to say yeah, moving on. Uh, Do you have any good <laughs> meals while you were in Vegas? And uh, I'll ask you another Vegas question. Then we'll get into some dolphins after this. Uh, I, I when I went when I was in college, I wasn't old enough to gamble and I wasn't old enough to drink yet, so I could really only cover the sport that I was there to cover, which was USF in a basketball tournament, and like eat some good meals. I went to cut at Palazzo uh, one of the nights we were there, which was really really good. Uh, any good meals that you've had? Uh, that you had in Vegas while you were out there for the Super Bowl? Yeah, so uh, aside from the 3 a.m. Whataburger, which is a standard on the strip. That's the best uh, meal. Yeah, it's a <laughs> life of oh, wait. You went, you went Whataburger over In-N-Out while you were in Vegas? Well, it depends on the side of the street you're on. I had both, obviously. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so which yeah, one do you yeah, rank yeah. higher, by the way? Uh, are we going to get into this? Are, are we going to litigate In-N-Out versus Whataburger? Because obviously the answer yes. is In-N-Out. I mean, it is the okay. superior burger. If their fries weren't trash, I think it would be seen as a lot better in people's eyes. Fries are garbage, but their burger is divine. So, yes, so I am team in and out But that's so not the reason we're talking about this. You want to know about in the best and, meal I had, right, Josh? Right, right. But in and out burger with the Whataburger fries would be the good combo there. I would be. They should merge. Yeah. Um, the best meal I had was at Piero's. I don't know if you know Piero's. Old, old, old school Italian steakhouse. Um, just between the Strip and downtown, uh, near uh, Resorts World, I guess, is the new casino there, kind of the up-and-coming part of, uh, of Vegas, and uh, it was the restaurant that Joe Pesci's characters owned. Joe Pesci's character owned, that's easy for me to say, Joe Pesci's character owned in the movie Casino. So you go back and watch Never Casino, I have dined in Joe Pesci's restaurant. Great. Well, that's the first I've heard. Well, no, I've heard of the movie. I just never seen it. I'm sorry. What? Never seen it. Well, this is the second admission of a movie that us young folk haven't seen. Chris Whittingham admitted earlier today that he's never seen Back to the Future after he went to go see the Broadway play over the weekend with Hawk. <laughs> he sold a Broadway show without seeing the movie. He flips, but not the full movie. That had to have been incredibly confusing. Like. Uh, I, I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's very entertaining, but come on, it's Marty McFly. Well, he, he was saying he was saying that like Hawk had to update him on the little wink, wink, nudge, nudge references that the play was making to the movie, and it just went right over Whitty's head. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine that would be that be put you at a disadvantage. But no, that that steakhouse was fantastic. I really did have a great meal. Played some golf on Saturday, a little Whoa. sandy desert golf, which of course in my you know. My even-keeled approach to golf, I handle with a plum. Yeah. Um, no lost balls, no cursing. It was just a day of joy. Um, and then the game was pretty good, too, right? Well, the game was phenomenal, um, especially in the second half. Um, did it take you a long time in the traffic to get to the game? Uh, not really. The, uh, the NFL does a good I job put, put this on shuttles. 
Um, and the shuttle pickup was like the, was Mandalay Bay, which is right across the bridge from the stadium. So I, I might have spent 15 minutes total uh, in in traffic, and it dropped us off like some secret back cave entrance to the game. So we walked right in. It was great. Well, the, the reason I ask is because the strip looked like it was backed up for miles and miles and miles, and I saw some people say that it took them like an hour to go a single mile uh, around the strip while the Super Bowl was there. Yeah, so I, was curious I, I, I don't understand anyone having a car that week. I mean, there's no need at all. Uh, the monorail, $6 gets you up and down the strip. Um, and if you are driving, just take an Uber. I agree. All right, let's get to some actual important things. Uh, Dolphins offseason, combine coming up, draft after that. But the biggest story of the offseason for the Dolphins, guess what? It's about Tua. And <laughs> last year, the offseason Tua narrative story was, can he stay healthy? What does he have to prove? What are your expectations for him? Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that his performance exceeded most, if not all, expectations last year. And on top of that, he stayed healthy for all 17 games. And now, once you reach that milestone, you go, all right, well, how did he play in the big games? Played well in one of them, got them the win against Dallas. But outside of that, left something to be desired. And the big question for the Dolphins front office this offseason is, do you extend Tua? And what is that extension going to look like? I'm in the camp that they should extend him. I think they will extend him, but I'm not sure what the term is going to be. And I think, you know, before we get your thoughts, I think it has to be said on the front end that if you see a Tua Tungavailoa extension in the neighborhood of $50 million, you have to understand that you can't really compare that exact dollar amount to say like what Joe Burrow got uh, in his extension, because the cap is going to go up and it's going to be a different percentage of the cap moving forward. So don't like balk at that. I think what you would balk at is if his contract becomes the market reset quarterback contract, which I could see the Dolphins doing. I don't think they should. Where do you stand on this? No, I'm totally with you. I think the cap in 2023 was in the neighborhood of $225 million. Does that sound right? Yeah. Something like that. And now uh, you hear anywhere between 243 and 250. If it goes to $250 million, you're talking about a jump of more than 10%. So that resets every single position's contract, aside from running back, which is always devalued. But by and large, the pot grows. There's only so many players you can sign. And unless you want to give all your money to a quarterback, it's kind of, you know, the growth is evenly distributed, but it'll always go more to the quarterback, right? And so you, you mentioned the Joe Barrow contract, and that came in at what, I think, $55 million a year, yeah. and that is the gold standard now for NFL contracts. Uh, and so 10% more of that would be 60 to $61 million a year. Uh, if the Miami Dolphins give Tua Tungabailoa the contract that pays them 60 $61 million a year with $180 million guaranteed or something like that, it will be a mistake, and they will regret that mistake, and people will probably pay for that mistake with their jobs at some point because it will be – very challenging, if not impossible, to consistently compete at a high level when a quarter, any quarterback, but particularly a quarterback that's, I don't know, maybe the 10th, 11th, 12th best quarterback in all of football, I'd say somewhere in that range is pretty widely accepted, um, and has not shown the ability to consistently put his team on his back, you're going to run into some serious problems unless you are the best drafting team in the history of history, right? Like, even the Chiefs don't give aren't giving Patrick Mahomes the top dollar. I know they, 
They, re- they redid his before the 2023 season. Uh, but even still, Mahomes is not the highest in terms of AAV. And every year he has got, uh, you know, a trigger in it that will let them kick the can down the road because it's such a long contract, right? He's got like a 10-year right. extension. Um, they're, they're able to, to finagle it in a way that they're never hurting for spending in other positions. Um, the Dolphins aren't going to give to a contract of that length. And so when they do the restructures, it really compresses the amount of time that, that you can spread that, that cap pain out. So, um my guess is they will give him something. They will give him. They will offer him something um, in the neighborhood of. You mentioned fifty million a year. I think that's probably the high end. They're going to probably come in at forty-five to forty-eight annually, and depending on how the guarantees are, say maybe usually two and a half, three years is a good guarantee, right? If you two and a half, three yeah. times your AAV, if it's a five, six-year extension. That's that's pretty standard, right? You can get out of it after two years with moderate pain. You can do the, you know post June one cut or whatever. You can trade them. There are ways to get out of it that you're just not crippled after the first two seasons. My guess is that's the approach they're going to take. Um, the question that none of us have the answer to is, will to accept it? Right? Is he is now one year away from free agency, and he in his mind has done. Everything except win a playoff game, the Dolphins have asked of him. He's been healthy. He's made improvements every year. He's become a leader on the team. He's become the face of the franchise. All these things you would want your franchise quarterback to do, he's done. And so I don't know if two is going to be of the mindset where, hey, I'm going to cut you a break now. Um, after all the hell that this franchise gave me the first two years with Brian Flores as my coach, and then considering retirement after year three because of the head injuries. Um, I'm one year away from free agency, and I know if I get to next year healthy and I'm playing well, uh, who knows what the market will be for me then. And let's say the cap goes up another 10% next year, and it's the $275 million is the cap in 2025. Uh, all of a sudden, the franchise tag for a quarterback is in $45, $48, 50000000 million a year. It's 55 plus. Maybe he plays a long game. We don't know. I would say as the Dolphins, you, would, you, you take this approach. You know you have Tua this year, $23 million. You know the next two years you can control his rights probably for a combined $110 million. So you're talking about three years, roughly $135 million. You know what that comes out to, Josh? $45 million a year. So the Dolphins know that they control his rights for the next three years for $135 million, $45 million a year. Um, that should be the starting point of any contract extension talks. We are going to guarantee you $135 million. And who knows, maybe Tua takes it because like, that's guaranteed, thus the word guaranteed, slam dunk money in his pocket. And he doesn't have to wait and see if he gets hurt next year or see if he plays worse next year. He's got that contract. I think that really is the sweet spot. I, you know, I think closer to $100 million in guaranteed money would probably be more what the Dolphins would want to do considering his injury risk. Maybe they, you know, maybe they structure it in a way that if he, you know, he plays X number of games, incentives trigger, and it's basically a guaranteed uh, incentives. Like you play more than 12 games, you're going to get an extra five million dollars. They can be creative in ways with that. Uh, but I, I do I, one, one other point I want to make on this topic. We don't know what Tua's mindset is right now, right? We don't right. know if he is if he sees Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins as his best chance to win at the highest level. Because, I mean, I've spent a fair amount of time around Tua. You've, you've watched him plenty. I don't know if money is the primary thing that drives him. 
I think, team success. He truly is a team success guy. And if he, he surveys the landscape, and you and I have talked about this offline, and he might, he might think, hey, Miami is my best, my best chance to succeed, my best place to be the best version of Tua Tungavailoa that I can be. A, the weather's great. He doesn't play well in cold weather climates. B, the system is tailor-made for him. And C, he trusts Mike McDaniel in a way he's trusted in no other coach he's ever had, particularly no other NFL coach he's ever had before. Maybe you put it all together and you guys, they all can meet in the middle, happy medium, and they can get a deal done. Uh, but I would be very cautious if I were the Dolphins to go and reset the market with Tua. He's just not that guy at this point in his career. Yeah, I'm with you, but it's like it's this weird. It's not the people like to compare this purgatory with Tua to the Tannehill purgatory. It's not that like Tua flatly is a better player than Ryan Tannehill was for the Dolphins. Tua is the type of quarterback you extend. It's just like what what's the line here? And I guess that's what the Dolphins and Chris Greer will have to figure out. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this one too, Josh. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who is a rational observer of this team doesn't think that this franchise is substantially better in the hands of Mike McDaniel and Tua Tungabailoa than it was in, you know, Brian Flores and, I mean, some of Tua, but transition year, that was a tough era. But I think a fair look at it would be Joe Philbin and Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill, right? That, yeah. that, that was a franchise then that was scraping to seven or eight wins. Now this is a team every year you expect to be in the conversation for eight, nine, ten, and 11 wins, right? That's Not just win where- total, but like for the division. Right, exactly. Um, and so it's a step above for sure. However, do you as a franchise wonder if you're nearing the ceiling of what this can be? And that's a concern too. Like you can absolutely make a living every year, and certainly the Dolphins did in the early 2000s with a different formula with you know running game defense and competent quarterback play that you know every year you're going to be in the hunt. Every year you're going to be between 9 and 11 wins, and you're going to have a chance to make the playoffs. But you know when you get to the postseason, eh, you got to like, get a lot of things go right for you to make some noise. Is that what the Dolphins would be, particularly if they give to a you know, double, essentially, what he's going to get next year in cap charges, and then, shoot, triple, quadruple more than what he's been on his rookie contract when they've been able to build this complete roster around him and still not have success at the highest level. That These all have to be conversations you have. From, from an external standpoint, standpoint it, the Dolphins are in a much better place as a franchise now than they were five years ago. We can all agree that, right? Yeah, for sure. But Stephen Ross, he's you know, above average is great. He wants to be champion. Right, and he wants to be a guy that's winning the biggest game, and he hasn't won a single playoff game since 2009 when he took over the franchise. They have to. It would be organizational malpractice. It would. Be, they have to be having these conversations that um, if we do this, if we lock ourselves to Tua for another three years, what's our upside? What is what is the best that we can hope to do? And well, maybe they're that, convinced that injuries screwed them last year. And there's that, that story could be told, right? There, that that is a possibility that, you know, if their defense didn't fall apart and their offensive line didn't fall apart, you know, maybe things could be a lot different. Certainly, if they hang on against the Tennessee Titans, they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers at home most likely in the first round of the playoffs. Right, it, and and getting that playoff. Landscape. Yeah, and and I, I Beasley, I I would, 
the the other thing that I wanted to follow up about about the the extension is you you mentioned the other options they have you know playing him on the fifth year option then then tagging him after that but they're kind of in cap hell right now they're forty plus million dollars over the cap and I know that they can massage it and get under it and they'll probably end up doing well they have to not probably they will end up doing it but what would be more prudent and beneficial moving forward for the cap situation is it giving him the extension or is it playing out the fifth year putting the franchise tag and do going that route like what's better for the salary cap for that? Uh, i'll get to that but i just want to finish one other point is yeah. that they they have to one consideration is is that josh allen's in your division and patrick mahomes is in your conference and the league mvp is also in your conference so all these, you know, all these decisions have to be the backdrop. But this isn't the NFC, right? Like the, the Niners got to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. That is that is the blueprint for the Dolphins. Certainly, to his contract's not going to be that. But that's the blueprint for the Dolphins. That blueprint doesn't exist in the AFC. And so these are all considerations. You mentioned the cap. Uh, I, I, to me, I, I'm not overly agitated about the cap. Yes, it's absolutely real. Yes, at some point you're going to have severe problems if you continue to max out the credit card. I think the more important question is how much money do you want to spend on the guy, right? Do you, do you see Tua – I mean, the cap can take care of itself, assuming the contract is, is sane, but do you want to spend over the next four years another $150 million, $160 million on Tua Tungabailoa? Because they're spending 23 this year, so 135 after that. I mean, that's, these are questions that they have to answer. The cap did go up again this year, as I mentioned. I'm sure it's going to continue to go up because they keep finding new creative ways to generate revenue. Um, but it's how much do you want to pay a guy? And I, I think we should, we should think less about cap and more about dollars and cents because they can finagle in ways to make, spread out the pain and this and that. But if you're paying a guy X number of dollars, I mean, okay, so you can always spend $250 million times, let's say $250 million is the average – Two years past and two years before, one point five two five billion over the course of those five years, and if you're tying up fifteen percent of it in your quarterback, twenty percent of your quarterback, you got to be sure that quarterback can get you to the highest level. Right, and then look, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make that decision. I'm glad that someone far more qualified than myself is uh, in charge of this, and that is Chris Greer. And look, it's it's going to be the story that follows the Dolphins all off season because you know they have so many other guys that they're going to have to give money to as well and that's part of what makes this team good part of the math as you mentioned if you lose some of those guys because you can't extend them can Tua make up for some of that and I think that's the big question that remains with him and again I don't think that's meaning that he's incapable I just think that we haven't and I think many people think just haven't necessarily seen it yet um, but you know, like you, you alluded to, we've had plenty of these off air conversations and I, I'm a Tua guy. And I, I, I think that the right move is, is extending him. It's just the dollar amount is going to be a little scary bees before I get you out of here. I've asked every guest this today and I started the show with it. I think that songs that are over eight minutes are too long. I was listening to. I was listening to Crush by Dave Matthews Band over the weekend, and I was appalled when I looked down and saw the song had eclipsed four minutes and 45 seconds and still had three and a half more minutes. I know you're a big, like, fish guy, and you like all the jam bands, so I'm assuming that you're not on my team on this one, but, like, it's obnoxious if your song is more than four and a half. 
look, some of us have attention spans more than like an ant, okay? Some of us can handle in complexity and depth and, and taking a, a breath and allowing people to stretch their legs musically. And some of us are, I guess, ska fans. Are you, do you want the two minutes and 15 seconds and out? Is that what you're looking for? No, I'm, I'm good. I, look, I'm a, see, here's, here's, here's my point. If I go and I see uh, Dave Matthews Band in concert, I know I'm going to get a 15-minute version of Crash Into Me. I just know that going in. But when I'm in the car and I'm listening on my, on my phone, I don't want eight and a half of my 11-minute drive to be taken up by Crush. I don't want to listen to seven minutes of Hotel California. Get me the radio versions of all these songs. I cut it down by a half, honestly. Well, uh, we all it. I can say is great. Uh, I, I, I hope someday you'll be able to appreciate, you know, length and depth and maturity of, you know, letting, let, letting something develop. Uh, I, I'm all for pop songs. I love, you know, I, I've seen some huge guilty pleasures. I, I'm with you on that one. I, I don't have to eat Italian food every night, right? I don't have to eat Chinese food every night. There's a, there's, a, there's a taste for every day of the week. Some days I like them long, and some days I like them short. And, and, and that's just the way I roll when it comes to music, I guess. But um, if, if you need it all, three minutes and 30 seconds, you definitely have a future in like, uh, radio programming because that is apparently the attention span of uh, the median American citizen. Well, I appreciate your input, as always, on that. And thank you for responding to the Beasley signal, the big null. Once again, when I fill in for Hawk and Crowder, it's Adam yeah, Beasley I, of Pro Football Network. Thanks so much, as always, for your time, Bees. Yeah, Good Friday is right around the corner. I'm sure I'll talk to you then. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, goodness. We'll be back with more on the Hawk and Crowder Show after this. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Where do you stand on slice of pizza, meal versus snack? Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.